0: I've always, I've always had this thought that in the future, the government will be ran, like, when the government explodes, and it becomes lots of little tribes, all the tribes will be spearheaded by a different big tech corporation. So you'll have Google on one side, Microsoft, uh, Meta, and so that's my, (laughs) that's my dystopia. I'm
1: straight up imagining, like, tents with google written on it and like we run out with spears <laughs> and like yeah, we, yeah. we have to go we have to go eat this other tribe like we it, eat people now that. we're gonna kill them
0: yeah <laughs> like religions like, like you have to place yeah. your allegiance pretty early so i already chose my tribe i'm gonna be google i'm gonna be oh. alphabet alphabet because not just google you know
2: what we actually are enemies because i'm 10 <laughs> i don't know if you can call it a 10 it's a hole in the ground but it's duck duck go
0: but yeah that's a good one it's on the right. <laughs> that one's that it's one's on the it.
2: rise
1: yeah i yeah. am a bing i'm i'm a bing so you're microsoft
0: I that. Yeah. yeah i i do you know? microsoft is my second choice i feel like i could be a double agent if i
1: you know what bing Ooh. is always what my default browser gets set to and then i'm always too lazy to fix it so i'm always typing into bing google
0: i do have my bing i'm also <laughs> be, i'm dude, um, we are the same because i mean sometimes just i don't do, fix it
1: I, why don't i fix it i i well, do it with duck, duck go
0: you can sometimes you just have to look google. up
1: default apps or whatever <laughs> like you don't have to no but
0: then you can just all of your searches count toward i'm, I'm just typing
1: into ask jeeves uh what is, <laughs> where is google <laughs> please help mr jeeves
2: Jesus. Jeeves.
0: i does it still exist no it's gone right it's just a A blip from the past.
2: I think with AI coming back, it's it's the perfect time for Ask Jeeves to make a comeback.
1: (laughs) Ask ask Jeeves (sighs) BT.
0: Oh, no! (laughs)
2: Ah!
0: Hey, welcome to Creative Block, where your host, V.
1: And Sean, I'm back. Guess what? I'm here, like it or not. We interview people in creative industries about their life, work, hobbies, while we doodle jam.
0: We ask people on Twitter and now also Instagram and YouTube and Patreon. We have all of these different avenues that you can use to ask us questions. We even took a question through email recently. We're doing it all. So we asked people through all these different avenues if they had specific topics they wanted us to discuss, as well as some drunk prompts.
1: Uh, today, we have with us David J.
2: Katman. Hi. Hey! <laughs> Hello, hi. Hi, guys.
0: How's it going? Hey, hi. Hey. How are you doing? We're doing good. How are you doing?
2: I'm great, and you know what made me better? Seeing my old friends, Sean and V.
0: Ah. <laughs> just now
1: yeah we've made memories earlier today and i i feel like we've made enough to be nostalgic about now so if my eyes glazed over i'm thinking about what we talked about five minutes ago (laughs) just thinking (laughs) about all the stuff that was funny before this
2: started
0: (laughs) uh subscribe to our patreon if you want to listen to all these little nuggets that are not in the current episode. This is a joke. We not, do not release. Behind
1: anything. the paywall. That's <laughs> where all the saucy content is. Where we say <laughs> more curses. <laughs> we edit out half the curses.
0: <laughs> so what's really fun is that. Dave, I think I followed you on Instagram. A really, really long time ago. Because I noticed that you were drawing comics with sham Comics. Um, who we had on the podcast before. And then uh coincidentally i i met you at a a comics reading uh i think it was at the alex crocus show who was also on creative blog a couple episodes ago and it was so crazy to like talk you know and realize like wait i already follow you wait you're this guy
2: (laughs) (laughs) that that happens to me all the time and i actually say often of um web comic artists that the 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 peak of fame that you can really achieve with web comics is um somebody says your name and they, do, they nobody really recognizes it but then you pull up like a comic and you go this one and they go oh that guy oh yeah yeah yeah.
0: what would you say what would you say is that comic that you pull up for people to have that reaction
2: <laughs> oh i don't do it for myself
1: that would be insane what's your iconic magnum opus that everybody would recognize
2: I don't really know if I have one of those. You know, I, I, I sort of started before um, social media got really big. Um,
0: so what year so I don't know. What year was that, would you say?
2: 2011 I started.
0: Oh, really? Wow. That's so cool. Yeah.
1: So you're like the grandfather of of <laughs>
2: indie webcomics. Com- web I am. Yeah, and I'm pushing 40, so truly grandfather-aged as well.
0: Uh, I was going to ask you, because 2011 is when I graduated from college, and did you, I was going to ask you, did you go to art school, or like what, was, what did you study?
2: So you've sort of... Um,
0: <laughs>
2: I am not a very traditional person. I haven't really done a very traditional path, so I didn't really go to school. And I didn't start doing comics until I was 27, 26 or 27, because I wandered around for a long time just trying to figure out sort of what I was good at. Mm -hmm. So I spent a few years doing things like um, managing gas stations, and uh, I was a trucker for a little while, you know, IT guy, stuff like that we just talk about trucking
0: yeah i think that's like that's really cool
2: for the rest of the the podcast i want to talk about trucking (laughs) (laughs) see i'm worried that every every like bit of onion that you peel you're just gonna find more layers just more tangents
1: then we're just like constantly getting (laughs) distracted from the fact we don't even mention that you do art
0: it's not even a distraction because okay like we've we've established that you're a webcomic artist and you've been doing it for a long time. And I do think it's really, really cool when somebody doesn't find that avenue right away, because um, I'm always really interested in people who took a little bit of time to find themselves, right? Because it's like, how do you, like, how do you, what, like, what was that process like? Like, so um, <clears throat> how did you kind of realize that you liked making other people laugh or like making like little yeah did you find
1: did you find inspiration on the open road
0: (laughs) (laughs) um well
2: i guess uh you know i always liked drawing and i always liked when drawing made my friends laugh like in middle school Mm. by the way i Mm. don't know what jar jar binks looks like or why i'm drawing jar jar binks but
0: that's what i'm doing it's happening y'all If you're listening on Anyhow. Spotify, check out the YouTube video because you don't <laughs> want to miss that Jar Jar page. Jar
2: popping. <laughs> anyway, I was in middle school uh, ma- making people laugh, blah, blah, blah. And uh, when I was 26, 27, I had a couple of really big life events all happen at once. I, this is a little embarrassing to admit now, but I, I, got, I got kicked out of my parents' house when I, when I was that age. I had never left mm. uh, before then. So... Uh, I had that happen. And, you know, I'm, I'm living on my own for the first time and living with roommates for the first time who who are really funny and make me laugh. And uh, I also went through a breakup. I, I had been dating someone for five years. And the these things kind of like this confluence of circumstance sort of like made me sit there and say, like, well, I've been calling myself an artist for 10 years, but I haven't made any art. So so what am I? If I, if I'm not a boyfriend, if I'm not a a son, <laughs> you know, <laughs> y- y- what, what am I? So I just started making my, my first comic Merkworks at that time.
0: That's really, uh, that's really cool. That's also kind of, I think, inspiring in a sense, because it's like, you were pushed to question yourself and to find yourself in a, in a kind of a drastic way but then you found the answer um and would you say that it's like would you say that it's like uh when you when you're talking about i've been calling myself an artist for 10 years were you just kind of like telling your friends or was it just like when people were like asking you oh would you do did you say i do art or like what did that look like i think
2: it had to do with my self-identity right the Mm. way that i imagined myself was as an artist but Mm when i was really honest with myself i was like well prove it
0: (laughs) (laughs) i i think that's really i i I don't know that's really relatable for me in the sense that um i've always wanted to draw comics but for the longest time i was doing animation and i wasn't really drawing comics and so it kind of had to be i had to have a moment like that as well which was like oh oh you know That's interesting.
2: So you, so you, uh, started in animation.
0: Yeah. And cause that's what I went to school for. That's why I was kind of curious how you, if you, if you went to school for art at all or not, but it sounds like you were, you just kind of were self-taught.
2: Um, so, uh, there, you know, everybody's got some things, moments that they can point to where they had guidance or mentors. It's sort of like show them the path. I went to a community college that that, that I had a, a really, like, inspiring, wonderful teacher at who taught me a lot of what I know before dropping out. Mm. And then, <laughs> so th- this gets me to, like, we, I can fill in some of the gap between uh, 20 and 27 here. Uh, mm. I, I did go to a college on the internet called Westwood Online, mm. which I recently received all of my federal loans back from because it was it was proven that they were uh, a scam school just straight up just dead ass like here's all your money back kid sorry about taking a hundred grand wow did did you actually
1: like take classes there or was the scam that None of them would count when you graduated. Like what I did what's...
2: classes, the scam it wasn't accredited and they had really like aggressive sort of like onboarding techniques. Mm. And even and even with this three year online game art and design school, I've really I've barely passed.
0: <laughs> wow. That's so that's so crazy. You almost
2: failed out of a
1: scam school. That's right. That's so sick. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's pretty dope, right?
1: <laughs> that's tight
0: i think it's like that's like rock star status right here wow <laughs> You're right. wow would you say that i'm sort of the rock star of webcast? <laughs> i guess the more you talk the more you assert yourself as a rock star like and like yeah. un- 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 unknowingly
2: <laughs> oh yeah oh, wow well i guess i guess maybe i am an unknown <laughs> rock
1: star dude what an absolute must loose, be. what an absolute loose cannon <laughs>
2: Yeah, sorry for firing off on you guys. Listen, <laughs> this is, he, he just keeps trying
1: to get educated and, and, and constantly signing up for scam schools and then failing out.
2: Yeah, because I, like, smoked too many cigarettes. Yeah. The, the coolest thing you could do. Oh, cigarettes. <laughs> Smoking too many and dropping out of school.
0: He just got asthma by the end. Oh, man. But so, wow, that's so, that's so crazy. And so you said you started making comics and... Twenty eleven. How old were you then? So
2: I was like 26, 27. Okay.
0: Mm. Oh, so that was right after, right after scam school.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So it was like within a year of that. So within that year, I started making a game of my own and I started um, doing comics of my own and between the game and the comics, I got a job in game design despite my fake degree or not in game design, but in games in general.
1: Mm. So I
2: did programming, ironically, for a little while, having taught myself to program mm. in order to make a game for a portfolio. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: What did you code in?
2: Uh, ActionScript. That was uh, oh. Flash's.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was Flash's code. Wow. So you were like coding in Flash. That's crazy. That's gone now, right? Like, I don't Yeah, think, that's yeah. gone now. But, you know, <laughs> I, I could
2: still yeah. get by in JavaScript if I if I need to.
1: Listen, I'm I'm still I'm still a I'm still a Flash man, but I I, I just don't I just
2: don't code it. It's called Adobe Animate now, right? Yeah. Is it good? Good. Would you how would you compare it to Harmony? Let me put it that way. I think
1: it's an a uh, sponsored by Adobe. Um, uh, I I think that uh, <laughs> I think that it's a good program for a young animator to learn. The basics of animation with uh fairly basic tools to learn um i think harmony is uh the more advanced and sort of professional drawing program yeah
2: okay i like i like the 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 laid-backness of of animate that sounds good that sounds nice i miss flash yeah
1: i i i, I like that and i'd like I don't, but I've always been fine with my lines kind of looking like shit. That's like the deal breaker for a lot of people with anime. Like, mm. I like that it makes my lines fucked up. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. but most people are like, like it's 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 messing with my lines. I don't have a perfect, whatever, you know, Photoshop curve or I don't know.
2: I'm a control. I am a bit of a control freak with lines. I use Clip Studio, but um, all about those vector lines. All about those. But you
0: know what's funny is that. Animate is vector, but somehow they still look really bad.
2: You don't have a lot of control over the lines.
0: I it's think gotten thing,
1: better right? over the years, but yeah. <laughs> it's still kind of wonky, and there's not as limited textures, things like that. But as far as no, I, I was going to make an excuse. It's 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 not um, it's it's not. I, I would say it's good to start with animate, and then you sort of like veer off into other programs probably but Maybe i mean i sure. i didn't
2: <laughs> So like i like using it for my own stuff I, I still have fun in it but um well i i've i've only done a couple things in harmony but it was it was a nightmare so yeah. oh yeah <laughs> for whatever that's worth
0: <laughs> it's just i think it's a little more
1: complicated
2: that's all that's a little bit <laughs> yeah more i guess a... that's it <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: that's definitely that's definitely what i've heard is like it's kind of like uh you've got a million buttons everywhere and it's kind of like because it's because it's supposed to be flexible and like allow teams to yeah. do a lot of different things but then the problem that comes with that is that, like it's like super complicated
2: can i ask you guys a personal question
0: mm-hmm. yeah what's
2: your bathroom what's your bathroom sink situation
0: my bathroom situation what's
2: going on you got clogs in there is my bathroom sink
1: situation
0: mm-hmm.
2: what's going on in there
1: for me it's actually really clean but that's only because my fiance is very clean if it was just mine, it probably would not look so great. But uh, what about what about you? You know what? It's it's usually like, what's the range of answers that you get from that question? <laughs> like like what like do you have people that are just like it's all clogged up with play doh?
2: <laughs> like like you know like what like you know? I had so well yeah someone so well someone t- was like oh wow that is personal and then and then was was very honest with me and said like you know what the the bathroom drain is a little clogged oh you know how it gets you, yeah you get some hair in I there you know how some... it gets yeah. i don't shave
0: oh that helps <laughs> so at i all? think
1: that's probably you know it's weird my i in general for the most part i'm able to sh- to to cut my beard like once every three or four months and my mustache I don't know what it is but I don't know whether in my sleep my teeth just chatter and like and anytime a hair crosses the threshold of my lip it just gets cut by my teeth as they chatter like I don't know if I'm shivering in my sleep but my mustache never grows past this point no matter oh that's
2: nice that's convenient that's so funny so
1: my, my, so our sink is not super clogged our our tub gets clogged because my my hair is like I'm, I mean, when I bleach my hair, like my hair is just dead and falling out like just it's like Barbie hair, like <laughs> tumbling down that, you know, but um Barbie famous for for her. For, well, it's just just like just d- dry sort of sti- oh, maybe troll doll hair. Maybe that's the better no. like the troll doll hair, <laughs> the way it sticks up and is like, yeah, yeah. that's I feel like I Probably relate more to a troll doll anyway, That's but so funny. yeah. Thank you. I mean, what about what about you? How what is your bathroom
2: sink like? It's okay right now, but you know things get out of hand sometimes. I let it, I let it slide from time to time. <laughs> sure. That's so I wouldn't ask. I wouldn't ask if I if my bathroom were not in tip top shape. Okay, so it's just it's just
1: like a selfish trap. <laughs> <You're> like, <sighs> it's it's like it's like I know if you ask me, it's going to be not an embarrassing reveal, yeah. but. I hope that you tell me that shit in the sink I, and and it's clogged. You can now do the same
2: type know. of question to me.
0: I did. It's totally totally fine. We're like, so we recently moved. Um, we we used to live in downtown LA, and we were fostering cats for a long time. And the cats would be in the bathroom because it was a really long, a really big bathroom. And my boyfriend's allergic, so yes, I'm I'm a great girlfriend. I <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so the cat was in the bathroom and. The cats figured out how to undo the, the the stopper. The like you know, the thing that mm-hmm. like protects the little hole. And their favorite game was just to drop everything in the in the in that little sink hole. So we the sink was unusable
2: because <laughs> So your sink was actually filled with It not was Play Doh but pretty close.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. It was filled with a bunch of shit and we just yeah. gave up on it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, oh my god. So we I, I the, them... we,
0: yeah, we used the bat, yeah. the kitchen sink for everything because we were just like, R.I.P. That one's just yeah. a graveyard now.
1: I call yep. my underwear my stopper because it protects my little hole, too. Oh, <laughs>
0: pretty just good. Just kidding, good.
1: guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get Roshi! It's Roshi hour! I apologize everybody. If Clem,
2: if you want to take that out, you can. No, <laughs> you no, it's your, <laughs> it's your big
0: comeback. You're getting your creative <laughs> yeah. juices back that was through beautiful. that joke. Yeah,
2: that was beautiful. Sorry, I made my Jar Jar Binks so
1: giant on the page, gang. No, you're you're good, dude. It, he's he's intimidating and swole.
0: I love that he's, he's also kind of high. Um, yeah, he,
2: he's really oily.
0: <laughs> I kind of wanted to. Um, sorry that I'm I'm the boring one in the um, conversation. I'm always going to take it back to the to the art. But um, no, I, I, I I love talking about myself. Yes, you have to. That's the trap. That's the oh, you guys don't trap. want
1: to talk about my my little stopper. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> yes. But you don't um, want to talk
1: about my hole protector. Okay, go. Uh,
0: no, Sean. Sorry, we're done. We're done with your with your little hole. We're, Thank we've you. Had we've had enough. We've had enough. We're your done. Little hole. Um, <laughs> I wanted to talk about your game and working in games, Dave. Sure. Like. What kind of a game was it? And
2: I, di- I didn't do it for very long. I mean, so it was a Flash game, so it was crappy. It was called Squirrel Fall. It is worth, it is notable to the extent that it was the first kind of creative thing that I did that got any, like, attention, because I got, like, 100,000 plays on Newgrounds, which was pretty good.
0: Oh, Yeah. Um,
2: and uh it was it was this kind of existential thing it was a squirrel who was falling and no matter what you were going to die but it was just about a matter of how far down you got Mm. um and and the world kind of became more on fire the at the beginning there was an animation of the squirrel sort of setting the forest on fire and then running up the tree in order to uh escape the fire and then and then a pigeon knocked him down and now he's he's falling to his death amid amidst the forest fire that he's created um Yeah, a a little, a lot of explanation for a game that nobody played for more than like a minute.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think that's really, that's so, that's so cool that like you created this whole lore. Wait, would that intro animation play every time that you wanted to run through the game? I think
2: you could skip it. I think Mm. I had that Mm. foresight. It it
1: feels like you were so close to the first Flappy Bird though. Yeah. Like I feel like Mm -hmm. that, like what is the thing that decides whether or not that's the flappy bird that blows up and everybody you know what i mean like isn't isn't
2: that the case with all creative endeavor really Mm. like aren't we all just hoping kind of like we we all are trying to make flappy bird in in the (laughs) metaphor but do
0: you guys remember do you guys remember before flappy bird there was the adult swim unicorn game that was also kind Mm -hmm. of similar what was it called um
1: robot unicorn something Hmm. yes turbo i don't know
0: yeah 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 turbo rainbow unicorn something like that yeah yeah oh my god everybody was playing it Uh, everybody was that's so crazy and um i don't know it was really big but i think what kind of hindered that game was that it was a flash game so you had to play it on browser and i think Flap wasn't flappy bird like an app on your it's an app yeah yeah Yeah. that's what it was everybody has a smartphone Mm. yeah
2: so yeah. I did, so I did, um, a couple of crappy flash games and I got hired by this game design studio hit point, uh, that were in, I, I, I grew up in Connecticut, so I was still living in my hometown at this time, uh, in my, my late twenties. And, uh, I got hired by this game developer in Massachusetts, pretty nearby, um, hit point, And I was doing flash games for them for a while. And then I did, uh. <laughs> uh, a couple of disney games i worked on a, a fairies game uh, disney fairies oh wow and a little bit of work on a canceled little mermaid project and um some stuff from microsoft too
0: oh that's why did you, you have ex- allegiance with them yeah that's why <laughs> i bought
2: one microsoft stock and why i'm rich today
1: did you ever <laughs> expect that you would work at disney i feel like that's always kind of a surprise to, to...
2: let it be let it be clear that i did not work at disney at all i worked at hit point
0: who made games for disney Mm -hmm. and
2: they were yeah they were making a game for disney and microsoft that was microsoft was like the publisher and then disney was the ip Mm. yeah that part is kind of boring about my history because eventually everybody got laid off because because some of those games got canceled but what is interesting is that i had done my first con outside of connecticut Mm. Uh, one weekend at MoCA, you know, New York New Yeah, York
0: that's a good one. That's a big it's one, It's a too. good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So I did that one in, I think, 2013. And uh, this guy, Caldwell Tanner, who was the head illustrator at College Humor at the time, saw my first book, which I had self-published, and, and was, like, into it. And he was like, would you want to do illustration for College Humor? I was like, yeah. So... I went back home after a great weekend at Mocha and I found out that I'd been laid off over oh, the no. phone that, that Sunday. Oh, no. I got laid off over the phone from Hit Point, and, um
0: Dude, Providence. Wow.
2: Right? Yeah. Yes, exactly. So I was like, well, I guess I'm doing comics full time now. That's so crazy. And I started doing commission work for College Humor and Dorkly and them, and uh, yeah, it's just been full time ever since.
0: Holy moly, that's so cool! How can you tell us a little bit about your book? What was your book like that um, got the attention of the um, college humor person?
2: Uh, that was uh, my first book. Uh, all my books are self-published, but my first one was called "The Joy of Despair: Murmur's mm. Volume One." You know, I I did my best. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but I think that's so cool, though. I do because okay, what like the takeaway from the story for me is that like you have to treat your art with enough respect that you're like, hey, this is good and I'm going to publish a book and I'm going to sell it. I'm going to go to a convention and sell it and then people can notice it, right? I think that's really cool because I feel like sometimes it's easy to be just like, oh, I'm just going to do a couple doodles and, and maybe maybe I'll post them online, but it's not good enough to do anything with them, right? But like, I think it's really cool to just take it to the next step because then it can get like another life.
2: You have to. It's the it's the only way, especially in web comics. Like, it's such a self starter of a an industry mm. that you don't really have a choice. But it also helped a lot. Like, I had a lot of local support, which was really really cool. Uh, I kind of alluded to I, I like the mayor. <laughs> yeah, the
1: town rallied around <laughs> I, you. I alluded
2: to the fact that I ran for mayor. <laughs> I, I grew up in a pretty small town, and I stayed there until I was thirty two. So the people there like i knew everybody and mm. and and i and i ran for mayor and Whoa. like i was well ingrained in that society so
0: so it's not a joke you really did run for mayor you are, you're the
2: mayor. yeah technically first selectman, but that's the it's basically the job of mayor yeah but it, was, but it was a joke it wasn't i, really I see you, but you differently now
1: yeah I you still so did, so did it more professional right now still a rock so star much more professional. yeah <laughs>
2: We did a whole. So this was also like I'm 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 26, 27 years old. I'm trying to figure out who I am creatively. We did a documentary of me running for mayor, which was really really good. And I deleted it off of YouTube, and and now it's just gone forever. I don't have it anymore. But it was really like just me being the worst person to everyone always, and just kind of seeing what that response was, and it was wonderful wait give me a lot of insight
0: that's so interesting you know what i feel like i heard something similar happened in scandinavia i can't remember which country i want to say iceland but i might be completely wrong it's really interesting that you you tried that in your town that you're like I'm just, gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna be this goof mayor and that's so funny yeah
2: well i was just like everybody well my my platform was literally everybody else is a douchebag which obviously was true of me also i should have just said everybody is a douchebag (laughs) because i was being a douchebag uh but but it was just funny to watch people's responses like the people who were really offended you could tell were actually douchebags and the people who were not offended at all were clearly not douchebags (laughs) sort of a self-selecting
1: like a top hat i don't know what what's the merit what's a merit costume Mm.
0: i do like the sash that you drew i think that is definitely
1: yeah i'm always me. i always think about the, it like a sash <laughs> a little mare sash on you but
0: I, I feel like it's like the pringles um or a <laughs> monopoly uh logo for me that's a mayor
2: <laughs> i just that that's, that's a pretty good mayor i just noticed the the crying dave drawing a tree. <laughs> it's,
0: it's so
2: really bad. good I like how shiny. It you you
1: got kicked out and dumped, and you drive a truck. Yeah. Oh, I got fired from that job, baby.
0: You <laughs> no, got fired no. from truck driving. T-
2: too much crying. <laughs> too it, much crime.
0: There's no stopping this, Dave. We are just yeah. finding okay. out about. Okay.
2: Do you want to? Do you want to unpeel another layer of lore without getting too off track? Yeah.
0: We yeah. we love if Lauren it's all right part. with you
2: guys. I'm yes,
0: of fun. course. <laughs> I'm into it.
2: So so I became manager of this gas station at 19 because i was a genius i was the most biggest genius that this shitty gas station in connecticut had ever seen and um there was a there was a homeless man which okay so when you're growing up in a small town homeless is not like it is in los angeles Mm -hmm. homeless is a little funnier it's a little less desperate It's like
1: he's the town drunkard who you Mm -hmm. always see like like and it's just one guy and he's like
2: And you're like, oh, old
1: sad, knows. Right? yeah.
2: So I want to be clear that I'm not disparaging the homeless in any way when I say that there was this guy who lived out of his car who was aptly named Paul the Bum. And Paul the Bum, very honest heart or something, I don't know. Anyway, he came into the gas station all the time. I eventually hired him. And when I got fired from the gas station, don't worry, I got fired from that job, too. <laughs> nice. Well, I mean, <laughs> he, he was one of the few people. Well, every day I would tell my employees, if 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 I get fired, you have to quit. And they would all say, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll do it. <laughs> but the only one who actually did was Paul the Bum. And um,
0: I, uh... eventually
2: he got a job as a trucker and then he hired me to be his assistant. So I didn't wow. actually drive the truck, but I was... Paul the bum's assistant.
1: It sounds wow. like he was the the least bum to you out of anybody.
2: Yeah, it sounds it's like a, he. It's a fun. I it's I stuck was the by ball. you
1: and also had multiple jobs in this situation. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: It's a tough world. It really is. Um, and and it was, and it's definitely not a world that is um fair if you start off. He he had a really wonderful arc, and and he's happy now. So, but like he he didn't know how to read, like so mm-hmm. that kind of thing you know the odds are just stacked yeah. against you
0: yeah wow that's anyway. crazy that's, that's yeah that's like that's such a crazy story that's so cool wait so uh, sorry i maybe i shouldn't be asking this question i was gonna just say was it oh, only please. you that got fired from the trucking job or oh no okay oh right no i'm glad you looped it back around because i forgot where
2: i started uh so we trucked for a few months uh we were delivering you know um I don't know if you'd be familiar with this V, but Sean, you might know, um, kids, middle schoolers will go door to door and have sign up sheets for like um, uh, uh, Christmas as fundraisers in mm-hmm. order to, like, so people will order like yeah. little toys or little candies, things sure. like that. We would go from the warehouse where those were, uh, were, and we would deliver them to the middle schools and like the the, the places that were. Mm -hmm. doing the fundraisers Uh, okay so we were on our way uh to an overnight trip and um paul the bum uh got pulled over and it turned out that he had a suspended license in massachusetts which you know that's that's some standard sort of personality types (laughs) gravitate (laughs) towards certain (laughs) outcomes
1: it was not surprising, is what you were trying to. It was not surprising, but okay. he had the
2: foresight to put the weed in his boot, and you know that was illegal there at the time. So, that was that was wise, and um, yeah. So he got fired immediately, right away. And the the owner of the company came to like hang out with us, and he was like, "Hey man, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna keep going with a different driver." And I was like, "No way, Paul the bum's my guy." Yeah, he got fired.
0: Nice nice
1: you you two sound like a good duo yeah like it's just like you who is the self-proclaimed biggest genius of the gas station and paul the (laughs) bum just like going through this town through all these odd jobs
0: did you ever make did you ever make comics about that or not that you have to but i was i'm wondering if you ever like write from yeah, from from. I've, from first I've thought about that a
2: lot. Mm-hmm. I think that most of my writing comes from places of real experience. Mm-hmm. I kind of think that if you can root your writing in a place of reality to you, then it will read as much more real to your readers. Mm-hmm. But with that acknowledged, uh, I've never done anything specifically about those times as much as I have thought about
0: it. Mm-hmm is it okay to ask like what's kind of like holding you back are you like i think it's just
2: it's a it's a really good story maybe i'm just waiting for paul the bum to die i don't know make sure make sure sure it's good and (laughs) good and legal
0: it doesn't it it also doesn't have to be like one-to-one because i think about that all the time like for example i think about things in my life like for example I don't know, with my family or whatever, and I'm like, I could make a copy about that. But then I'm like, mm, do I really want to do Odebayo? And then I'm like, I could find an angle to fictionalize it. Yeah, try to it mask enough. it
1: with a fictional character, yeah, names, yeah, stuff like that. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I think that's yeah,
2: like that's sort of what it is, like.
0: Yeah, it all depends. Also, like how comfortable you feel as an artist, kind of like sharing not just your story but yeah other people's stories i guess i think that's kind of what's interesting with otobayo is like kind of like where the boundary is between the creator and the creation i guess
2: yeah and and like (laughs) (laughs) what uh when i was in therapy after getting kicked out of my parents house like that's what i was talking about was like this like i think i could do this as a comic that was like Mm. man I, i like But, you know, if you think about something too much or if something is so much a part of you, Mm -hmm. you sort of don't want to make it someone else's.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Other
2: people are going to have a relationship with that story if I...
0: Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that's very true, actually. It's, It's really interesting that you bring that up because I think that's probably one of the reasons why I've never really wanted to do autobiography because that relationship with the audience can be a little scary when it's too personal Mm. and i feel like having a layer of fiction is just kind of like a nice little protective layer (laughs) yeah (laughs) i don't know i don't know if you feel that way
2: (laughs) i i mean i felt that way during murkworks so murkworks was Mm semi-autobiographical most of it was based in real experiences and then i would kind of bring it to Make make it funny, you know. Mm-hmm, most auto bio mm-hmm. stuff is not exactly gut punching, but uh, I tried to always get, get as close as I could.
1: So, so when you do base things like that off of your life, how important is it to you to um? I'm trying to figure out how to ask this. When um, there's a lot of artists that they spend all their time drawing and not as much time living. Do mm-hmm. you do you find it really important to live? a balance so that you live enough stories to be able to make your comics interesting like do you draw on it enough that you're like oh i
2: haven't like had an
1: adventure in a while like you know
2: i i'm a liver first mm-hmm. i've met a lot of artists living in la for the past what 7 years and and it shocks me when i meet people who only do art even people who do animation and then comics afterward which v i think you, you mm-hmm. you've done uh, I cannot fathom it. I, I don't I love art and I love expressing myself through art and I love telling stories through art and when it's five o'clock, I love going home and playing video games and like being and being with my family and like wandering around and being the bad boy of web comics. <laughs> the more yeah, we'll you just... say it, it the more it'll be true
0: yeah <laughs> no, but i love that you do have that perspective though because that's a perspective we don't have a lot on the show and i think it's really really good to have it because i do feel like when you're a storyteller it's it's really good to have like real stories to draw from i feel like i feel like i don't know sometimes i mean i i kind of get wrapped up into this predicament a lot because i do think sometimes like oh, i draw all the time i don't live life and then I'm like, hmm, I guess, I don't know. I feel like there's like, a, a, like, I feel like I'm in that kind of artist where I'm like, oh, I really like spending time in my fictional world where nothing is real. <laughs> <laughs> so I just spent a lot of time in like Im- I- imaginary land, I guess is kind of how I, um.
2: I love, I you know love I mean? imaginary land. Yeah, Totally. <laughs> But like but like imaginary land like i i'm super super structured so it's like okay mm. i'm writing live with yourself on monday i'm doing two episodes i'll do more if i can but that is what i'm doing that that is my day to live in imaginary land mm. uh, in that capacity and then you know other things on other days
0: that's really cool i like that you have so you have to, you you're talking about having a structured week can you tell us a little bit, like what a typical week looks like for you?
2: Yeah, so Monday is so uh, maybe I should have sta- <laughs> maybe I should say what what I do, which is uh, I make this comic called Live with Yourself um, on Webtoon, mm-hmm. which is great and uh, my full time job. So you know, anyone listening, please go please go read it. It's it's really good and really funny. My day is Monday. I will develop an arc. Usually an arc is two to four, maybe five episodes. Mm -hmm. And then I will script at least two 15 to 20 panel episodes, uh, which is my deadline for each week. And then I have uh, a week's worth of sketches already done and a week's worth of writing already done so that I never ever have to, so that if I reach creative block in some way, see I got the title in there, that's pretty pretty good huh Mm,
0: yeah and then we're gonna ask you about your creative block but go on
2: (laughs) oh oh, oh, did i did i do a segue oh my god
0: you did it all by yourself
2: well allow me it's a part of the process from time to time normally in my own experience creative block comes out of resisting something in my own mind Mm. maybe i'm trying really hard to make something that's viral or funny Mm. and I'm in a depressive mood. Okay. Well, that's a recipe for failure. Like that's not going to work. So I have that built into my schedule. Mm. Um, If I have to sacrifice a Monday, maybe I only got an arc done and none of the scripts. Well, that's no problem because I can make that time up. And Maybe I'm just not in a writing mood on a particular Monday, which is pretty Mm -hmm. rare because I'm very structured. But if I'm not in a writing mood, well, I've already got uh, something written so I can start sketching next week's comics and then I can go back to writing on another day. So I sort of accept that I will run into it one way or another. Mm -hmm. And when it happens, I accept that and say, "Okay, well, I've afforded myself the grace to not let this end the world for me which is a big problem with a lot of Mm -hmm,
0: mm
2: Mhm. yep do you relate
0: no that's really smart i i i this is so cool to hear it's the first time i've heard anyone say that and i think Mm -hmm. i relate to that on the level of storyboards because there's some shows that have a built-in skip week in schedules but i think Mm -hmm. it's very very rare and that skip week is like, um, you're done with your episode. You've really uh, ran your little storyboard marathon. You're all burnt out. And now you have one week. Just look at your next script and just kind of hang out, relax, and just let the the script simmer in your brain without like... Uh, because I do feel like when it's just back to back and you're just grinding all the time, it's you get burnt out fast. So I do yeah. think you having that like what's like clarity of building that in your schedule is really really smart and I feel like um it's it's really cool to hear that you've like you know um thought about it and used it and that it works because it's like you said it's like then how long have you had that little let's call it a cheat day (laughs) like (laughs) uh, how long have you uh ago did you implement that in your schedule because I feel like you didn't always have that right
2: correct that's the kind of foresight that you that i only get after having failed hundreds and hundreds of times Mm -hmm. you know and paid the consequences hundreds and hundreds of times Mm -hmm. i used to struggle with writer's block a a lot on Mercworks on my first comic especially because you know i would occasionally go viral on places like reddit and then Mm -hmm. you know there's you You sort of invent this pressure oh well i've got like I've got to do that again well what did what what did I do right what what about that made that one flappy bird mm-hmm. as opposed to unicorn, whatever the other reference was um, <laughs> and and figuring out what that is is a process in and of itself, and then figuring out that the thing that that is making your work bad is your own anxiety is is <laughs> You know, it mm-hmm. takes clarity. Like you said, it does take some clarity to realize.
0: I think, though, I think this is so cool that you talk about that. Also, because, like, my I have very limited experience with web comics because I've only started doing Rodney very recently. Um, so like two years ago. And there's a moment. There's a moment. One time it happened on Twitter. One time it happened on Instagram when the comic gets reblogged or retweeted in a way, and then it gets really big, and you're like and you get like really anxious because you're it like amazing it feels great but it's also like I Fortunately, I was at a point in my life when I had gone to therapy enough that I knew that this amount of dopamine is scary you know mm-hmm. what I mean yeah <laughs> when you get that much of a hit you're like oh this feels really good but I know the crash is gonna feel mm-hmm. really bad so yeah. at least I knew there was gonna be a yeah so when you're in the crash you're like ah oh, this sucks but I knew this was gonna happen so it's okay um but yeah it's really yeah it's kind of scary and then you're like now I, I no, was like if- a
2: heroin addict in the in the early days it was like mm-hmm. yeah I'm just chasing that dopamine rush every time to the point that now I really I'm I rarely, use social media for for posting stuff, I'll comment on stuff, and I I use it to keep up with comics, but I don't post there anymore, Mm. because overall, it makes me less happy. Mm -hmm. And overall, it doesn't really make me enough money to justify Mm -hmm. being on there, which is maybe unusual for comics, but...
1: So where where do you focus on primarily um, instead of the social media? Like, have you you've developed uh, a a place to call your home on, I'm assuming on the, on the internet, at, at least a little bit. Um.
2: It's, it sucks right now. It sucks right now. So bad mm-hmm. for everybody. Mm-hmm. I would love to go back to the day of websites. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just, I'm happy to have, that's my little space. Like, okay, here's my little corner. This is where all my comics are. These are the links as best I can do. And uh, I get paid from webtoon. So mm-hmm. I'm a featured whatever comic on there
0: is it okay to ask kind of how you landed that webtoons gig and kind of what like let's pretend you have like someone uh who wants to be a webtoon artist uh as a career what would be how could you kind of give some pointers and use your experience as a way to kind of help them navigate that
2: i would suspect that by the time they're hearing this if they're young that webtoon probably won't be the route for them by the time that they're actually ready to make something but
0: mm.
2: for the time being you know they'll have got to their... find
1: their webtoon whatever mm-hmm. the new thing is
2: That's exactly oh
0: it. interesting okay okay interesting mm-hmm.
2: so in the first few years uh i was doing websites it was all websites and reddit and stuff like that so i was doing an ad model uh and and that was working pretty well and then the transition to facebook and everything and then the transition to instagram and then and then it was like man this can't this can't be worth it mm-hmm. but i do i do forget where i start what 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 was the last thing you said v
0: um how how did the webtoon oh. thing uh work out for you how did you lend that gig kind yeah, of yeah you were just saying
1: life? it sucks so bad it sucks so bad right now for everybody
2: yeah. it does <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah. So (laughs) because of the state of the industry (laughs) and because of the state of the internet, content creators in general are not having a good time right now, I don't think. With my getting into Webtoon, it started when Webtoon first came to the US, it was around 2015 or Mm -hmm. so, maybe 2014. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: And they didn't know, this is my own interpretation, they didn't know what was going to work for US audiences and they didn't Maybe even know for sure what their business model was going to be when they came here. Mm. And so they went for the most viral comics they could find. They found a, I think they just found web comics that had a certain threshold of likes on Facebook mm-hmm. um, because it was me and just a whole bunch of people from my peers at the time. Dan Martin, who did Death Bulge, Megan, uh, Megan McKay, who, who did Doodle for Food. She does something else now. Uh, reza fairmond was part of that shen Mm -hmm. of course just a whole bunch of really really wonderful talented comedy artists got started getting paid by webtoon to make comics and i was getting paid to do mercury so i was i was doing one comic a week Mm -hmm. and they and they also didn't know what to pay people i think because they were paying me 500 dollars for this like four panel comic once a week it was that it is was so the reason nice. I was able to afford to move to LA. Okay, well, yeah,
0: mm-hmm. that's really good. Yeah.
2: You know what? That's um
1: when I uh when I was first um when I first got out here, the uh, Giffy was hiring artists to make gifts for a living, and I remember being so surprised that 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 there are people that just make gifts for a living, and yeah. they and and at the time they were paying. $500 per GIF, And potentially <gasps> I could just make two poses that loop. And yeah. I was like, Oh, and like, I was, that was like the the money job. I was like, please give me gifts.
2: <laughs> please, but the, but please the time you find me. out about that job, it's already gone. Yeah. <sighs> right. Yeah. It's yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's always a gold rush. It's always like yeah. you, you hear by the time you've heard about it, yeah. it's, it's already over. So,
1: I so I, I'm seeing some parallels in between sort of your so you've sort of found this way of h- having other people pay you to do your comics a, yeah. like like sort of on their site right a little yeah. bit yeah. um i i've done a i've i've had a, a little bit of a similar path but with web cartoons so i i've i've done this whether it um was with Adult Swim or Cartoona or now a studio digital, there's this weird lane that I've found where uh I'm making shorts all the time that are my shorts and I write them, but I pitch them to a, a company and like a, a web short company and then they fund my shorts that end up going on their site. And it feel it feels a little bit similar, but it's not something that I hear a lot of people talk about as far as like a lane that you can even go into like yeah half the time it's either like you work at a studio or you're completely independent mm-hmm. and you just post it on your own thing
2: i think it's because it's less of a lane and more of a back door mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay i got you, you. Know? yeah i think it is totally possible to just get lucky but it's also important to note that my luck is the product of like infinite privilege. When I, when I got kicked out of my parents' house and was living with my friends, I was living in the garage of a condo, but I was paying 150 bucks a month for rent and mm. they didn't mind if I was late. Like, like oh, I was okay. scrape, I was scrapping by. <laughs> I got you. So yeah. it takes, it takes like knowing someone who can give you $150 rent to, in some cases to do this job. To, to to give you that <clears throat> runway to to take yeah. off.
1: That's why I'm such a big advocate for find a romantic partner who has a who just has a regular <laughs> job and just depend on them
0: surprise uh, this is the whole bigger show everybody yeah, my, my
2: wife lean actually is, is in accounting she got the job because <laughs> i wasn't going to change my my
1: partner is a is a grant writer at a nonprofit and uh development director and she's she's just always going to have she it's just always going to be steady for her and then i'm like oh my yeah. god we where we we're i don't have a job next week (laughs) like literally right now that's what i'm doing (laughs) right right now i'm like scary like i was sending emails earlier today just like oh i just realized like my project's ending i mean that's just how freelance is but um yeah i don't know that's just an insane mindset to have Uh,
0: how animation has been recently not to scare anybody who's like listening right now but like We've, I've been on, all the shows I've been on recently have been canceled. So it's kind of like, oh, you know, you have like a little meeting that pops up on a Monday morning and you're like. "V,
1: do you think it's you that is getting the shows canceled? Uh The common denominator in between all the shows.
0: Surprise, everybody. I'm the animation reaper. (laughs) I'm the curse. I come and I take.
2: The Black Widow of animation.
0: That would be I would love to have that much power, but I don't. Dude, that's so sick. <laughs> I, don't, I'm I mean not that's that important. <laughs>
1: kind of like the rock star of animation, but <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: or the rock star of comics and you're the, the uh the black widow of animation. That'd be
0: kind of <laughs> so sick. anybody who's gonna um, uh, the executive. The executive who's been listening to this podcast the entire time
2: is yeah. now Who's, who's hmm. very impressed by my scrappy prowess? <laughs> to get to where i am today yeah. uh, they always are
1: yeah we were we were talking about uh earlier before we were recording about uh a this uh like an executive cryptid who's like there's they're always watching and and they're going to be watching at the moment that you slip up and say something or break nda or mm-hmm. a disparage the company <laughs> you're working for and then you get fired but like they're they're always watching they're always like they're around the corner and they can right... run
0: uh yeah. smear campaigns right they can when tell... you drop your
1: pants at the party like mm-hmm. they're they're there and they
2: say well I never
0: they're friends yeah. with the president as well the executive so yeah, yeah, for and sure.
2: that and that yeah. party was like an orgy so. so it was totally cool to drop your pants <laughs> Crazy i, I that actually called you out i was at uh,
1: one time i was at an animation christmas party and there was a someone who i would consider the rock star of animation did drop his pants
0: no okay. i'm not
1: i'm not going to say his name but i there, i i have i think met the rock star of animation
2: can I just say I'm a little disappointed that you weren't talking about an orgy at the <laughs> party.
1: No, no, dude, it, it was unprompted. It was like next to some sh- a shrimp bowl. Like it was, oh. like it was, you know, oh. it was. It was just like was that. Part of it. Well, he uh, was it a yeah, bit? Yeah, he was like, look, it's a shrimp. <laughs> look, oh. it's a shrimp. Mm. Get oh, the crawdad no. uh, broil ready. No, I I think that uh. <laughs> No, it, it it was um in not it was out of place. Uh, but I will say, you know, there has to be a sort of a rock star of any field. So
0: mm-hmm. yeah, step
1: up and be the rock star of your field.
2: Uh, Just don't be a rock sport, star sport, too sport. soon.
0: Just wait until you're a little established before you
2: yeah, become <laughs> become thirty eight years old and and wizened. Get wizened before you get rock star. Uh, normally.
1: Uh, it's, it takes other people to call you the rock star and it's usually not you to, that declares your rock star status but it's like a nickname you know what I mean you don't give yourself
2: the nickname but I kind of feel like you guys call, called me the rock star first though right
0: yeah so you've feel- earned it you've earned it
2: I earned it from you guys
0: mhm yeah just I'm from- calling
1: it my I'm calling myself it I, now. I, now now I sh- I really can't remember who started calling you it for? I feel like you're gaslighting us. No, I feel no, like you it doesn't
0: said it. sound like me. Sean, you started it, and then listen, I... I, I <laughs> when filed, Dave came
1: into the call, me? I wh- listen. When Dave came into the call today, he was like, "Sorry, I'm five minutes late." <laughs> I was just doing rock star stuff, and then like I, I did a guitar solo, like, and
2: that's right. I I mean, I always do a guitar solo when I enter a Zoom meeting,
0: so.
1: I'm the mm-hmm. gaslighter of animation.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh my god, it's so crazy! Wow, wow.
2: Just to kind of so 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 so. Webtoon paid for Murkworks for a good long while, uh, you know, and then they canceled basically all of those. Oh shit! Gag comics, except for Shen. Uh, Reza might still do something with
0: them. I don't think he I, does. I don't think he does because um he didn't talk about it when he came onto the pod
2: what they learned in my opinion was what all of us had spent 10 years learning which was that gag comics don't make money you just you can't make money on gag
0: that's you crazy can. but like you okay. can but okay tell 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 us a little bit about that perspective because Reza went on his episode cuz we, we I wanted to talk money a little bit cuz I I want anybody who listens to this podcast who has a dream of making a web comic one day to to kind of start thinking and imagining the business side of it um and Reza's solution was prints he was like I read a bunch of interviews from a ton of artists and so that's his business model is like um selling prints but What is your assessment? (laughs) Which, (laughs) I mean,
2: totally works for him because he's got a huge audience Mm -hmm. that he's accumulated Mm -hmm. over many, many years Mm -hmm. with one singular project, which is kind of, those are all important factors to that. Mm
0: -hmm. Your
1: solution Mm -hmm. is becoming the mayor.
2: (laughs) My solution is become mayor and outlaw all other comics except for yours.
1: My first decree is please buy my prints
2: please buy my prints (laughs) all other prints are outlawed
1: Uh, you're not supposed to make Uh, do mayors make decrees that would be funny
0: because then you would go to everybody's house you know like you're and then everybody their walls are covered with your prints and it's like a little insane town of like (laughs) (laughs) Um... (laughs) back to reality Um, because you can't do that Everybody listening. You you can't make people buy your comics. But...
2: It probably won't work that way. <laughs> no, I mean I made, I made money all over the place and I and I did okay with gag comics for a long time, but you know, for my business model or for my personality type, maybe, because mm. I'm not necessarily a great businessman mm. and I'm not a good marketer, is I, I've, I've always gotten paid to do the comics. Like, mm-hmm. that's the thing where I can, like, focus my energy. So I shouldn't say you can't make money with gag comics because that is not true. But you do have to be within, like, the top 10 or 20 yeah, gag comics in the world, mm-hmm. which is a very high bar. I don't know if you've seen web comics, but they're really good. <laughs> and there's yeah. a lot of competition.
0: There is. There really is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm sounding I'm sounding like a Debbie Downer though, like it's not possible.
0: No, I think it's a, no, I do think it's like you do want to have a little bit of both point of views. So the one point of view is like go get it, you can do it, and the other one is it's also really hard. Like you don't want because the thing yeah. is like you you don't want to tell people that anything is possible and then they try for like fifty years and then they're like oh. Um, but I guess you could still be. This is my favorite. This is my own running gag. Nobody laughs at this. Only me. But you could still be Bukowski and work at the post office and write novels into the void until you turn 53 and all of a sudden you're famous. Uh,
2: even if you don't become famous, if <laughs> if you're doing it, you know, because you love writing novels for the void, <laughs> do that. Like, do, the, I, I guess that would be my creative journey is like doing just what makes me happy. And that's not always the same thing. Mm. Like... I got tired of Merkworks. I wasn't. I didn't want to keep doing that comic for another 20 years. Like I was pretty happy when that got canceled. Mm-hmm. Oh, and now now I'll segue back into then College Humor did a thing called Dropout. You might have heard of that. that. That failed a bit spectacularly pretty quickly. Um, but I got paid to do com- uh, comics for a year that way. And that's when after that, uh, Shen asked me to start illustrating Live With Yourself, mm. uh, which was episode 40 of that series. And then by episode 140, he was like, I'm done with this. Do, do, do you want to keep doing it? And I'm like, yeah, all right, I'm not doing anything else. Mm. So I kind of, again, backdoored my way back in with Webtoon.
0: <laughs> That's so cool. It's so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Did, uh, is it okay to ask if the the money is similar? The to money
2: is wa- worse. Is worse. Okay. The thing is... I was getting paid too much. I was getting paid away too much for American at the time. Like <laughs> that was a mistake huh. that I think they came to regret.
0: Yeah, and they I don't we... get
2: paid badly now. You know they 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 do, okay. they do okay. They do okay. They do pretty pretty okay.
0: Yeah, it's like it's like a <laughs> <laughs> it's so convincing. <laughs> no, I'm I'm no. really <clears throat> I'm really um interested in that because I for me hmm. Like my little kid dream was, I wanted to be a mangaka, which you know makes a lot of sense as a French person who doesn't speak Japanese. <laughs> um, but I guess now, like the closest thing to being a mangaka would be having a serialized comic on webtoons, because it's kind of this, it's it's ran in a very similar way. It's like it's it's a you got to update at least once a week. Um, you get paid weekly ish, I guess, and then and it's very competitive. It's like the same kind of like competitive ness as the pre-publication of manga so i'm like oh i really wonder how they make it work um and i guess they do this thing i subscribe to a little i forgot how it's called but basically you can be subscribed to a webtoon where they premiere uh their new originals so every day every week you have a couple updates with like this is our new webtoons and then like that i think it's kind of like a way for them to test the new webtoons originals in the same way that the jump shonen jump tests their new series with the voters voting the series in or out so I, it's pretty cutthroat uh when you think about it because it really and so i i would imagine there's a lot of pressure for the artists debuting their their comic i th-
2: see that's that's where i'm like yeah i would never do that i yeah. just wouldn't do it if I have to compete, like that's just not what I'm here to do. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I just want to. I, I want to vibe. <laughs> just want to vibe. Smoke a bunch of drugs and make drawings, man.
0: Rockstar. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's what. That's what. That's... You
2: said it, not me.
0: <laughs> yeah. You I'm guys the wh- keep
2: saying it. This is crazy. <laughs> <That's>
0: so crazy. <laughs> This is really really interesting. And so do you have an editor? What does it look like um, working on um, Live With Yourself?
2: I do have an editor. Um, She's very hands-off. It's pretty great. I have full creative control. I can just kind of do what I want. Every now and then uh, she will say, hey, you can't use the lyrics from Bohemian Rhapsody throughout this entire comic because... The lawyers say we can't and i say oh all right well i guess i'll figure something out and mm-hmm. uh you know oh you can't show this hideous ai art because it's too sexy so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right so <laughs> it's mostly just like um like uh, smps in animation yeah 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 mm-hmm. smp issues mm-hmm.
0: and i was gonna ask you but that's that's kind of like a, a little bit left field from this conversation but you said that you because we talked about you animating a little bit and you have a YouTube channel and and did you move to LA to work in animation? Like when you were trying to um, get noticed as an animator?
2: Yeah, I was trying to get into animation when I first came here. I sort of, what I didn't expect was what it sounds like your experience is, which is so many people who went through a system a factory to wind up where they are i thought it would be a little scrappier here i thought there would be more people kind of just doing whatever they wanted sort of like what i was doing mm. I was a little disappointed to see that by and large that that hasn't been the case from what i've seen
1: it takes some looking mm-hmm. to find those people yeah. and also mm-hmm. a lot of those people usually don't feel the need to move to la because they're sort of taking freelance here or working long distance here or whatever mm-hmm. but i mean there are people like that here but yeah. i get what you mean no i i mean like there's a lot of people are looking to get just permanently into cartoon network and then you just hop from show to show and you work union and you uh
0: i mean you know, i do feel like if you live in la because the living expenses are pretty high it's, yeah. it's better to be in the cartoon factory <laughs> yeah. to be on the conveyor belt of the cartoon pipeline i'm making it sound really uh gloomy it's not that gloomy it's a lot of fun people animation people are great and and a lot oh of they are
2: absolutely like that's the thing that i've loved the most about mm-hmm. la is like how many wonderful brilliant creative people there are here but i just so i wanted to get into animation and then i saw what the industry looked like and then as time has gone on, I've been like, "Ooh, ooh. like, I have a year long contract with Webtoon, and they mm. renew it every year, um, which means that I have more stability than most of my friends in animation." Mm-hmm. That's which true. Is mm-hmm. insane that's insane as mm-hmm. a web comic artist. You, I I think
1: that scrappiness here is basically, uh, I'm on a show, and then also I'm pitching and making my own stuff in the few hours that i can get to myself outside of the eight hours plus that i work on the show and uh so it results in like the scrappy people are like i just work a whole lot and i'm you know super tired but it's still like you know it still probably comes off as like sort of everyone's in the factory (laughs) you know
0: no but it is true because it's like then you know they never really you know it's hard to come out of your cave if you're always trying to do a million things and i feel also like this crappy quality i was going to tie it to the economic reality of living in la is like kind of if you want to be a youtube animator i feel like maybe la is not the best place to do that just because rent is so high and and
2: i feel the same way about being a webcomic creator now, now at this point i'm like oh well i mean it wasn't like a mistake to come to la because the experience you know experience right but mm-hmm. like i i could live like a king uh on the east coast basically anywhere but new york uh compared to yeah. know, going on here
0: yeah that's something I that i just kind of keep thinking about like i just keep thinking like where's the next little hub i feel like a lot of comic artists are in boston but i could be wrong
1: <laughs> well so so yeah. many people now are working from home yeah and are are sort of asking themselves like i could just do this from a place yep. where rent isn't high mm-hmm. if i leave they're try- you know they're trying to weigh like if i leave are people gonna think of me less for jobs is there a possibility that i'll like fade away like and not be relevant if i leave you know like like what what happens if i leave Mm -hmm. you know what's the detriment
2: yeah Mm -hmm. so that's kind of an that's an easy one for me like not really any because i just (laughs) do whatever (laughs) this happens to keep falling in my lap yeah
0: Yeah, which is like yeah it's like the ultimate freedom in some in some way you know i i have like um random question and have you ever had people think you were shen because you're doing yes yeah how do you how does that in fact
2: i had a a meeting with some executives at webtoon (laughs) (laughs) i had a meeting with some executives at webtoon pretty recently and uh we were all at this meeting and there's a couple of assistants and stuff and everyone's kind of going around introducing themselves and Chen's maybe five, 10 minutes late. And uh, <laughs> one of the interns, it's, it's his turn and he starts talking about what an honor it is to meet me and how, how amazing and what a great big fan he is. And I said, are you, do you think I'm Chen? <laughs> he said, and he got everyone went so quiet, and he got very red, and uh, and it, and it moved on pretty delightfully from there. Uh, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, oh my god, that's very funny to me that because is... there are people who've given me that same praise, who've meant that same thing, mm-hmm. and it also speaks to how little the audience really knows us.
0: I feel like this is so true. What you're saying is that, like, I feel like. hmm. I say that I try to remember, but you know, when when people when fans talk about content, they'll use sometimes the wrong words. Like for example, in animation, they'll be like, "Oh, this animation sucks," but really, what they mean is that they don't like the design,
1: the drawing style. They don't like the drawing
0: style, or like like recently, I saw a comment on Elemental, the Pixar movie, and they're like, "This CG looks." really bad and I, and I was just like, but the cG looks really good, I think they're talking about something else they're talking about the design yeah, they just don't like
1: the design of the characters,
0: yeah, which is really funny, so I'm like, I'm not surprised that you know people' name would get kind of mixed up uh too, <laughs> you know it's like that's it's kind of interesting,
2: well, it also makes you wonder like, well, how big of a fan is this guy really <laughs> is it really that much of an honor if he doesn't know what to- <laughs> like what Listen, name is. I want
1: people Googling my selfies all the time If they want to call me a fan And you better know exactly What I look like, even That's right
2: uh, Anyone who doesn't masculine. know what I look like is I, I ask them when they sign up For my Patreon, and if they say they don't know I cancel their Patreon
0: subscription
2: <laughs> Wait, you cancel theirs? Yeah,
0: No, you're like, you can't get in You can't pay me <laughs> That's right. I don't want
1: your money
2: I don't even want it if you don't know what I look like. I'm the king. I'm the bad boy king of webcomics. Hope I didn't clip.
0: That's so funny. (laughs) That's so crazy. Um, Well, I guess we talked a little bit about creative block for you. Do you you feel like since you've implemented that little cheat day, we'll call it, do you feel like you experience it as often or do you feel like not as much as before?
2: I experience it very rarely uh, because, like I kind of said before, like, I think it becomes it comes out of resistance.
0: Oh, right. Yes.
2: So not resisting the idea of block sort of like is a weird hack, a weird workaround to never really having to deal with it very much.
0: I love that. That's a I love that answer. That's super cool. We have a bunch of questions from our listeners. You, you guys down to dive into some questions.
2: I would love that. Cool.
0: Um, I really like this question from our patron, brother to drummer. Hello. Are there any non-art activities that you enjoy doing? Obviously, that's a yes, but I want to know which one they are. <laughs> oh, should I answer? <clears throat> yes. Yeah, it's it's for you, Dave. Yeah, these are all oh, for you. Oh. These are all for these you. These are for me? These are all for you, yes. Well, I
1: mean, they already know us a little bit. Yeah. Uh, most, okay. Mostly. It, you're know the your name on the episode, you know? <laughs>
2: I'm a gamer, you know, I love, i love... <laughs> not really Bet, like badminton, the baddest boy
1: <laughs> mitten in the game.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Badminton tennis. <laughs> <laughs> I like chess. I'm a bit of a gamer.
1: No. I play badass <laughs> mitten. I
2: play batter I,
0: I would love that if like a chess master was like, I am a gamer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> really funny. No, I don't play chess. Uh, and I'm like, uh, you know, I play Nintendo games pretty much. And then just whatever. Sometimes I love yard work and sometimes I love m- trying to make a video game and sometimes I love chasing my cats around all day, you know. I got I got I got the ADD, I think.
0: Oh, you, yeah, you um talking about your cats, chasing your cats. Um your your last name used to be Mercier. Used to be
2: used to be Mercier? Mercier, yeah. Mercier. <laughs> for for the Heathens among <laughs> us.
0: <laughs> And now it is Catman. Catman. Catman.
2: That's right. Catman. My wife and I chose our own last name. She, Her dad is named Dave. So if I took her last name, I would have had the same name as her dad.
1: Wait, Dave Dave? Icky.
2: Well, no, no, Wait, no. The
1: last name isn't Dave. <laughs>
2: no, it's just the first oh, name okay. is Dave. But then if I fe- had taken my wife's name,
1: oh, I get you.
2: Her her original name. So we were like, okay, well, we'll just do our own legacy, like make our own name. <laughs> yeah, and this was the first one that, that made rules. us
1: laugh. <laughs> and I like that it's not Catman. It's it's like it's Catman. Like you're like Catman. you're like like you're stumbling at the end, like you fell over a little bit, Catman.
2: Or like I'm like trying little to think short of little like, guy. guy. Jackman, Hugh Jackman. Mm. Jackman, yeah, yeah, like yeah. a Jackman.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, i call him Jackman? <laughs> I, I, I said, "Oh, Hugh Jackman."
2: <laughs>
1: I love Wolverine. That Jackman is uh,
2: perfect. Yeah. Well, I'm very particular about it, so uh, no, I sure. I totally didn't take my own last name as a joke. <laughs> this is very serious <laughs> stuff.
0: And so, um because because your first comic was a. Uh, Merkworks which was like inspired from your last name how how was the transition from uh your last name to your new name sucks I I hate I, I
2: wish I hadn't named it Merkworks it's a terrible
0: name it doesn't
2: mean anything it was it was like a name that my best friend's brother gave me in high school or something and and I just kept using it and uh, my last name was pronounced Mercier, and that's pronounced Merc Works. It's not even pronounced the same way. It doesn't make any sense. Merceworks. Merceworks sounds awful. Yeah, so, so I guess just generally that. It's not really even the transition that's been an issue. I just wish I wasn't stuck with that name. Oh,
0: <laughs> and... I see, I see, I see. <laughs> Have you
1: thought about middle name Tobins?
2: Mm. David Tobins Catman.
0: I feel like this is a stretch. I, I feel like Shawnee's bringing that back from a previous episode.
2: <laughs> that uh, that might
1: be true. I might have said toe beans multiple times. Oh, well, it's it, kind of a
2: it's appropriate because we yeah. had like a I, I whole. I mean, bit... I will
1: say it is appropriate, but you're right. It, uh, referee referee uh, v. Uh, mm. I will I will allow this to foul to be called and I'll retract my statement.
0: We gotta, we gotta get some rules, you know, or else there's no game. I don't know, true, That's right? Oh, it works. What's
2: the, what's the game?
0: Oh, the game of improv. I
2: don't know. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I don't oh know. are we? Oh, are we? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, I haven't improved once tonight. No, everything <laughs> I've said has been factual.
0: Well, except for the executive,
2: it's real. Or was that an improv?
0: <laughs> Boom, mind blown. <laughs> From our. Sorry, no segue. This is my style. Um, From our patron, Katie, we have a question for you, Dave. Best piece of advice you ever received? Best piece of advice you would give yeah. for a struggling artist?
2: Ooh. Well, Katie, you got to do it every day. That's day. I'm starting with my advice. Do it every day and have deadlines for yourself. Mm-hmm. Make them short. Make them weekly deadlines. So none of this... Oh, I gotta have it done in a month. No, you won't do it. Mm-hmm. Do it, do a little bit every week. Best advice I ever received that's a good question. <laughs> uh, Creatively? now, best,
1: ad- best advice ever received by Paul,
2: by mm-hmm. Paul the bum. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: did he ever give you any advice that has followed you to, to this day?
2: No, Paul's a real piece of shit. Oh <laughs> <Hell> yeah. <No. laughs> No, he, I mean, he taught me to be wary of cops and all sorts of good stuff, but, you know, <laughs> advice, advice, best advice I ever received.
1: I mean, you could just say no one's ever given you advice. You made your own way. You never listen to nobody. No, wow.
2: I never listened to nobody. I don't know. Pay attention. Pay hmm. attention dummy. Pay attention, Pay dummy. attention. Pay attention to what... where
1: you're going. Everyone mm-hmm. at the road.
0: <laughs> Everyone
2: always. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Trucker yeah, advice.
2: That's right. How Don't to stay alive? Advice. Yeah. yeah, best advice I ever received. Keep your grades up, kids.
0: Oh, that's sweet. That's the advice. That's, that's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It's. Drop
1: out of a, a fail out of a scam college.
0: Mm-hmm. And then get your money back. Yeah.
2: Keep your grades up unless you're at scam college.
0: I feel like when you got that money back, if only, man, if only that had been like an investment account or something, you know. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> well luckily
2: i hadn't been paying it for several years so it was really just all money i didn't get anything back really it was just mm. yeah money, if canceled. only if
1: you had paid in dogecoin and then you got it back when when it was up
2: you know oh that would have been choice <laughs> that would have been so choice
0: um we've we had a couple of questions from instagram um uh, which is pretty cool oh wait are we our patron joe benson hello joe Ask which animation network would you like to pitch um, animations to if you could pick?
2: I guess I would do, you know, I like Adult Swim. I like mm-hmm. what they do. It's pretty good. I, mm-hmm. I don't I don't really care for um, children's animation, which mm-hmm. I also wanted to kind of like uh, m- mention, go back to what we were talking about, about animation. I, I sort of painted with a broad brush about <laughs> what animation folks are like. But like, you know, we all fall in with very specific crowds. Like I actually have been in with mostly children's animation people. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's a totally different, you know, I went to a thing recently that was like an adult animation thing and I didn't know anybody. And I was like, how do I not know anybody in this room of like 300 people in animation? But it's just, it's a totally different world. So.
0: It really is. It's funny. There's not really a bridge between the two worlds. It was kind of um, when I, went onto captain fall which released a to be announced soon um uh that was the first ever adult show i worked on and i got to meet a ton of people who worked in adult animation and now i feel like oh i know that circle a little bit but before that show i feel like it's just like kids are on one side and adult on the other for some reason it's just very different circles and sean you're kind of similar in the sense that you've worked both in kids and adult but then the the circles don't really mingle
1: yeah it's it's weird i so in my circles it it, it's like in adult animation it almost seems like writers have a little bit more creative freedom and in Mm -hmm. kids animation storyboard artists end up getting a little bit more creative freedom Mm -hmm. at least on the things that i've worked on like a, a lot of adult stuff the storyboard artists are very tied to what the scripts say but kids animation like i'm pitching jokes all day which is which makes in a weird way children's animation a little bit more fun for me sometimes to storyboard unless i'm the one writing the cartoons
0: I wonder if it's a tag thing versus a WGA thing because a lot of adult shows are WGA and you can't really... I Because I've heard that as well. Like a, 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 um studios... I'm not going to say the studio name, but adult animation studios, like there is a little bit of a like, oh, the, the writers are doing their thing and the board artists are going to be over there and try to not interfere too much. And I wonder if it's like a guild... Thing where it's like we we can't share the work or um i don't know it's just a, it's speculation everybody listening don't take this and run with it it's just me speculating it's not the truth <laughs> we don't know how the world
2: works here we don't <laughs> it's really
0: know we can very only <laughs>
2: complicated out <Yes>. there <laughs>
0: Yes.
1: <laughs> We're the leading authority on this stuff. And you guys...
0: No, but I'm worried what, sometimes... What V
1: says is fact.
0: I'm worried that, like, you know, sometimes I'll be like, oh, this is what I think. And then people like, well, this person in the animation said that. So, and I'm like... Yeah. Pull the brakes. Yeah.
2: Oh, I should have disclaimed this whole episode. Nobody should ever listen to me.
1: <laughs> the super vans are going to be like, okay, so I got oh. the semi truck. Uh, what do I do next how do what how do i need to
0: how do i get get a shirt or whatever on webtoons how do i go from the truck to the webtoon i forgot that part
1: god this is so complicated
0: it's
2: really murky
1: kind of story there (laughs) the truck to webtoons conversion i need like a math equation or something how do i get there there
2: were a few years in there i don't
1: run it through the animation factory machine
0: um and so the questions we had from instagram we have one from illustrator it's spelled kind of funny which part of the cartooning pipeline do you like best comics versus this dead versus animating and how would you say you experience your experience with those roles complement each other
2: I've been thinking about this a lot lately, and I think the thing I like best is this is a weird kind of thing that I'm inventing for myself in comics, but production?
0: Oh, interesting. I like
2: being involved with all the parts, but I don't like having total control over all the parts. Mm. So with Live With Yourself, I do all the writing, mostly. Sometimes I hire that out, and I sketch it, but I leave the inks to my inker, Andy Kluth, and um, I have a flatter, uh, Jake Gerard, who are both uh, talented cartoonists in their own right. Sorry, I just I, I distracted myself thinking: should I be plugging them? Should I be plugging them better? Should I be plugging them worse? Like, no, doesn't matter.
1: I'm Trying to think about how you how you do it worse.
0: <laughs> you just say how do you... I have a ghost, a ghost inker, and a ghost writer. You
1: just mispronounce their names and don't correct it.
2: They're yeah. all by me, and and not at all on day twelve. Never mind, bad bit. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, I like I like just producing the thing, and I and I don't necessarily even like having total control over the writing and stuff. So I'm trying to be more collaborative and and work with other people, and try to make other people's good ideas kind of come to life a little bit more um that's that's sort of where i see myself heading
0: that's really cool Um, that's really really cool i um i haven't really heard that before comics production but it would make sense because that's kind of what they do on the jump on the shonen jump they have the editor who's kind of like a producer where they like they help with the idea a little bit and they're like Hey, are you done with your work yet, Junit's <laughs> Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, like I, I, I have a very efficient machine with Live With Yourself. We, we do 30 to 40 panel comic, panels of comics a week, mm-hmm. and I get it done in two and a half days tops. It's two and a half days, I'm done with that, and I can work
0: on other stuff. That's so cool, dude. That is so cool. I feel like, when did, you, when did you start hiring people to help you on your comic? I was doing,
2: <laughs> I was doing, it was 2020. I was doing Live With Yourself. I had just started writing Live With Yourself at the very beginning of 2020. Mm. And then I wanted to start doing cons during 2020, of course. So I <laughs> kickstarted a book. And then I was also doing a gag comic on Instagram at the time yeah, it was born out of that. I, I just didn't have time. And, mm. I, and the inking process, I'm like, well, I already drew it. Like, I don't I don't need to draw it again, do I? So I, I was happy to hire that out. That's really cool.
0: I, I think, I don't know. I think that's something that I'm like too shy to do yet, but I really admire webcomic artists who have the um, confidence to hire somebody. You know what I mean? I feel like my problem is that I'm too controlling and i'm like oh i can Mm. just do it better but i feel like it's always better to hire someone that can help you out because then you can just do more stuff
2: that was part of it too is like the practice of like letting go like how much creative control can i let go Mm -hmm. and let this machine like run itself it's like a kind of a fun thing that i'm trying you know with it where it's like i don't need to I have always been kind of a a dictator about my work and like, well, what's to what end? There's so many there's so many people better at things than me. So like me focusing on what is what I'm good at, like, okay, well, efficient processes, um, making sure everything's being done on time. Filling in the gaps, especially with narrative stuff and story stuff, mm-hmm. I think a lot of artists struggle with that, especially I, I, if they're a little I more. I feel art. like what
1: you're describing is directing, but for comics.
0: Yeah, or I was gonna say like, show running. Like, it's similar. Yeah, to that, that's, yeah,
1: that's sort of what uh, mm-hmm. like a director or potentially a showrunner would do in animation. Just yeah. sort of like you're still contributing creatively. Yeah, uh, and you're doing sketches, and you're helping out with writing and direction and whatever, but also delegating and uh that's interesting
2: it's on such a smaller scale that it's a it's a lot more like malleable though where i can say like well yeah i can be the director and i can also be the writer and it's still only taking me two and a half days a week
0: no but that's really Um, i think no it's like super inspiring because when i when i i always bring it back to manga because manga is the only other uh industry that i can compare it to that's that it has similarities um so there's this little YouTube series by that was hosted by um, Urasawa um, Na- Naoki Urasawa, the guy who drew 20th Century Boys and Monster and Pluto, and he interviews a lot of other mangaka's. And there's this manga, this female mangaka, she's so fucking badass. She runs three mangas, three mangas uh, at the same time which and so and she has huge teams so basically that's what she does something that's similar to want. you yeah that's where it's like one mm-hmm. day first two days she works a ton obviously like she she because you know it's uh japan but she manages to do and a lot of other Omega kids are like wow we don't know how she does it but she's just <laughs> able to like just write like crazy she's almost like a novelist and then like kind of delegates like you draw this, you draw this. She has like so many assistants. It's really, really cool to watch. Um, you it's all on YouTube if anybody's interested in watching Man Bin by um I forgot her name though, because I'm not familiar with her work. It's just really cool to see her work.
2: I love that. It's it is yeah. hard to scale up. Like mm-hmm. it's hard to say goodbye to that money, especially for trying to pay everyone fairly and mm-hmm. I try to be transparent too with here's how much they're paying me here's how much i'm paying you but it's also so uh satisfying yeah, that's awesome. so cool that's yeah really i cool. i
1: feel like um what what was like making that leap like like because cause at, i i understand the idea of like oh i don't i'm going to do it all because i want to keep all the money but then you're like bogged down and all this process stuff and you don't you can't get as much done and then you can't think about your next project because you're so focused on this Um, was was there like a, a moment where you where you just realized like dude I <laughs> like I'm, I'm sick of doing every single thing like I'm gonna take the hit at the beginning and I'll do a little risky thing and hire someone and maybe it won't pay off at first but it'll feel good down the line
2: yeah I mean, like I said, it was twenty twenty, you know, and yeah. I had been doing comics for ten years almost at that point. So it was like, you know, I I know the process well. I think part of, part of like being a good cartoonist, comic artist, especially is like you really have to be intimately familiar with all of the parts of the process, and you have to be pretty good at all of them. Like you can't be just okay
0: yeah much like you
2: really have to be pretty good mm-hmm. but by the time you get very good then then you can say like well i know all these parts of the process this well i actually don't really like inking that much so i'm happy to let that part go and i still yeah. like to visit it if i'm doing illustrative work you know my own independent stuff uh but yeah
0: I think that's really true when you talked about the 10-year mark i feel like for me uh i really felt that in animation where like i had been storyboarding for 10 years so i could say like that's kind of like the equivalent in in some sense of you know doing the comic i mean even though when you storyboard you don't really come up with the whole story but you just do so much of the brunt of the work um that yeah when you hit that 10-year mark you're like how can i still do this but less because it's so much work and 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 obviously when you th- st- when you think that way it's because you've always had a creative uh mind where you've always wanted i think in your life to like tell your own stories right i think it's like if if you're content just like doing the job just drawing the drawings then there's not as much of a need i think to scale up but i feel like when you're like no i'm doing this because i like telling stories then there's that 10 year mark that's like okay now i gotta figure out a way to that's get closer to close. I yeah. don't know. And
2: maybe that, maybe that's also part of growing up. Like you're just, you're getting older and you're wow. like, what am I, what am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing? Drawing pictures all day.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so true. <laughs> oh man. Great question from the Dane train. Ah, what do you do to stay so handsome?
1: Yeah. Beauty regimen. Go.
2: This was, this was my roommate and, uh, right uh i mentioned living in a condo a garage uh, for 150 dollars he was my roommate his mother owned the condo so he's an old friend of mine <laughs> uh, so and what what i do is just always you know when you go to wash your face at night make sure you do it with a bud make sure you do it with your roommate dana <laughs> Make
1: sure that it's water that you're
2: Make using. sure that it's water, not beer <laughs> You
1: never know what's in that sink
2: You never know what's in there Dana, why is there so much beer in the sink again?
0: The cat's jammed it And now, you know, we're trying other types of detergent to unclog why it Why does this
1: beer smell like <laughs> applesauce?
0: <laughs> this is getting a little, a little edgy A little It is a little scrappy. bit edgy. It's pretty edgy It's okay This it's isn't
2: edgy, edgy. Yeah, because yeah, mm-hmm. there's
1: applesauce in the sink
2: Yeah we should oh, wait, rate this it's one. It's just
1: beer that smells like Capri Sun. Up right? top,
2: let them know this one's rated PG thirteen, but eighties PG thirteen.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> 80. it was. There different. was no
2: rules yet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, where it's like a little worse than rated R.
0: <laughs> yeah. Ah <laughs> oh, man, I was gonna, you know.
2: Clem, uh, if you
1: want to, when I said uh, Capri Sun, the word Capri Sun. If you want to substitute what I'm about to say right in there right now, applesauce or, you know, like, uh, or uh, Capri Sun. Like, <laughs> if you want to just take those words and put it instead of applesauce, Capri Sun, Uh there just to, like, clean it up a little bit. I just wanted to it's give funny. a little bit of a read. I like that. Funny. I
2: like that because P isn't really that bad of a word, but it's, but it's. I know. <laughs> But in that context, it's the, applesauce. Might be it's worse. the
1: meaning of applesauce. It's pretty, pretty good. It's the, it's the it's the idea behind. Clem, it.
2: leave all this. This is good. This is good stuff.
0: This is good. Clem, thank you, thank you for for listening to us giving you orders. <laughs> just, a and just don't listen to me. <laughs> dear
1: dear dear Clem, if you're listening right now, grant me one of my wishes.
0: <laughs> this is quite the opposite of my wish because i wish this episode could go on forever you
1: did it you did it you segued you're learning are
0: you are you so proud of me i was like i was waiting i was waiting for for a word i could latch on to
1: v is just like the ai v is learning (laughs) (laughs) it's scary dude
0: i'm so proud of myself because if you like approve of it it means it was good good good.
1: yeah this is a good segue. All right. Um
0: but yeah. yeah y'all, it, I wish it could go on forever, but it's the end. It's the end of this creative block. Um Dave, thanks for being our guest and sharing your story.
2: My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you to our listeners.
1: Uh cuz even though you didn't you guys didn't say a single thing in this in this podcast uh or do any work. Um I just wanted to say thank you guys because you matter to follow us on Twitter at creative block, where we ask for drawing prompts and questions to ask our guests. Huge. Thanks to our editor Capri son for editing the podcast and Margo for helping us produce the show.
0: If you love our show then support us on Patreon becoming a patron gets you early access to interviews as well as bonus episodes. We are working on revamping the Patreon. It's a little bit, uh, kind of a work in progress but it's going to be really fun we have tons of great ideas uh if you you know i get it um paying a patreon it's another subscription it's a lot but another way you can help us out is talk to your friends about us leave a comment subscribe you know um retweet all of that good stuff like honestly that really goes a long way if you guys uh help us grow then it will really help us like ask for other like reach out to sponsors and stuff so we really appreciate your help and then we'll be able to get
1: seth mcfarlane
0: exactly the dream that's the that's the goal that's That's the the apex
2: (laughs) Then the podcast can die i hear he's the rock star of having too many series
0: like the link in the description of this episode i've been your host v
2: and I was
1: Sean the whole time. <laughs> Keep being creative, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.